This is Tommy Bowman, co-founding pastor of Mission Church and host of the Redefining Church podcast. The mission of this podcast is to guide local churches towards a movement of Jesus. This is Redefining Church. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Redefining Church podcast. This is season two, episode eight. The mission of this podcast is to guide you as church leaders towards a movement of Jesus through your local church. And so thanks for continuing to engage in this content. If you would continue to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast, the most helpful thing you can do is if this content specifically could help a pastor or leader whether on your team or at another church, uh, would mean a lot to me if you would share that information with them as we begin to put snippets of these podcast episodes on Instagram and different social medias. It'd be really helpful to us if you could share that content. We want to reach more people, help more churches and church leaders redefine their church for movement. Today, I have Dan Ruda back on the show. Last week, we talked about the first of our three courses on our growth track. Our three values are gather, grow, go. I'm taking you on a journey through those values, how they guide us towards movement. Today's episode is all about our partner course. It's our second course. What is the partner course? What are partners? And what is the partner course equipping partners for? And how do they benefit our church? And so let's get into this conversation today. All right, here with Dan Ruda back on the show. Welcome back for the fourth time. Hey, thanks. Good to be back. You've gotten to the point where we actually had to say, how many times have you been on? That's right. We, we think four. We think four. It's three or four, somewhere around there. So as I said in the intro, we've been going through our values for a number of episodes. I think the past five episodes, gather, grow, and go. We talked about gathering for movement. John came on, talked about preaching and teaching for movement. And now we're, we're in grow right now. And of course, if you've been listening, you know that we at Mission Church, we have a growth track. Dan heads all of that up, helped design it. He now runs it, we help him, but but you're the architect and the, the point guard quarterback, so to speak. So we talked last week about the Alpha Course, which is our first of three courses, specifically how the Alpha Course will make your church more missional. Today, no surprise, we want to talk about the second course, which is known as our Partner, partner course. course. So yeah. just as a kind of intro, get us into the conversation, just give us kind of an overall snapshot. What is the goal of our Partner Course? Yep. Yeah, the partner course, really the outcome is twofold. Um, in Alpha, you help people experience who Jesus is for the first time. Uh, the partner course takes it from there and grows their relationship with Jesus and one another. So that's number one. And number two, it helps them partner with the local church that is Mission Church. And so help you to continue to grow in your faith and really partner with Mission Church as a local church. And if you've been a part of a church at any point in your life, or if you've led a church, you've probably had the opportunity to become a member. Yep. About seven years ago, uh, we were two years old. We'd never had members, but why did we not go member? And why did we come up with partner? Yeah, we say um, churches have members, but movements require something more. And here at Mission, our vision is to experience a movement of Jesus in the 10 in our lifetime. And so we, we know that that costs us something to experience this movement of Jesus. And so members are generally asking what's in it for me. Yeah. And partners are generally uh, asking themselves, how can we band together for the sake of this mission? 
That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, so my gym has members, my country club. Oh, I don't have a country club. Country clubs have members. They sure do. Uh, Netflix has members. And yep. to, to Dan just summed it up right there. When, when you're a part of something that's members, it's for you, the member. And just this idea of partner unlocks something where like, oh, this isn't about me. This is for others. So, so that's great. Yeah, um, and like with your, Net, your Netflix membership, right? They take your show off. You're going to be like, ah, is this even really worth it anymore? If they, if they remove that, like, God, that's what I was kind of paying for. That's good. And so there's an assumed goods for services exchange with membership, yeah. but not so with partnership. It's really good. Um, so I said in episode six of season one, I talked about this idea of like, do you really know your church and where people are at? Did an episode on spiritual stages and then one on just the relationship people have to church. So these are not public things. These are, these are just things we talk about as a team, but we're wanting to move people from this place where they're a patron, right? They're just checking us out to this participant, to a partner, and then eventually to a planter. Mm -hmm. So we're camping out on partner right now, partner course, who is a partner, at Mission Church. Yeah, here we say a partner is a follower of Jesus who gathers differently at Mission Church. And so they are a Christian. They have most of the time gone through our Alpha course. And so they have come to a faith in Jesus and then they begin to live out our first value. They gather differently at Mission Church. So a follower of Jesus who gathers differently. Yeah, in a few episodes when I had Dan on for Gathering for Movement, we broke that down. If you missed that, go back and listen to that. So the partner course, which actually this term ends, I think next week, yeah. they're all gonna have this opportunity to say, yes, I wanna be a partner of Mission yeah. Church, a follower of Jesus who gathers differently. Another thing we we say with partners is there's this thing, things we want them to agree with and things we want them to agree Two, it's not overly complex, but right. what are those things for partners at Mission? Yeah, for partners, we say that partners agree with our mission, our vision, our values. They champion it, they care about it, they pray for it, they agree with our mission, vision, values. And they agree to gather differently. Nice. They agree with our mission, vision, values, and they agree to gather differently. And so it is um, contained being a partner. It's not like you do everything and anything yeah. under the sun. No, you agree with our mission, vision, values, and you agree to gather differently. That's good. So in this course, every every one of our courses is equipping you for something. Mm -hmm. And we reviewed those a little bit last um week. Um, what specifically is the partner course over the course of eight weeks? What is this equipping people? Like what are the what are the yeah. what's the breakdown yeah. of the course? Yeah. So from our last conversation, you know, we talked about the Alpha course and Alpha uh, ends with the question, what about the church? And so the partner course picks up with week one, we are the church. And so it really takes it from church in its high form to the local church. We, you and I, the saved and sent people of God are the church. And so we get into that. We get into Bible engagement. We get into worship and becoming a people of prayer. Um, we go through our mission, our vision, our values for the sake of unity. Um, so those are just kind of like the weeks yeah. in order. In, in various episodes in both seasons, we've introduced this idea of spirit dependency and how one of the undercurrents of our growth track is it's helping people take their dependency off of us yep. as their pastors and um, as their church and onto the Holy Spirit. So in the Alpha course, 
people unknowingly to a degree, know, they don't know that's coming, but they're practicing that. Yeah. They're, they're praying out loud for the first time. Some of our hosts and helpers are praying for people for the first time. In the partner course, we really um, introduce this concept to people. Mark, who co-hosts the course, I think it's like week two, he mm -hmm. really talks about this idea where in the planter course, which we'll talk about more, we really like uh, enlist them in living that kind of life, depending on the Holy Spirit, but this is where we, we equip them in. Um, yeah, that's where that redefining church shift yeah. happens, right? We draw that graph and we're like, perhaps you've thought the more you're engaged in a church, the more programs you do, the more time you spend, the more you become dependent on the church and you participate in it. But here at Mission, we want your dependency on Mission Church to decrease yeah. as your dependency on the Holy Spirit increases. That's right. So that all comes out in the partner course. And we've talked about in this episode too, the... Uh, the, the metaphor or analogy. I never know which one is right. doesn't really matter. But you can look at your church through the lens of one of three ships. I think it's like episode three of season one. If you didn't catch that, go back. But there's a cruise ship, battleship, aircraft carrier, cruise ship, all things to all people, mm -hmm. comfort experience, um, battleship. It's, it's a little more simple. Cut some of the programs, a little clear on where you're going. It's a collective experience. We, of course, aircraft carrier, yep. a commissioned experience with planes. We want you to be launched. Those are the planters. What's the role of a partner when it comes to being an aircraft carrier church? Yeah. Partners really, to kind of stay in that illustration or metaphor, not sure which it is. They really hold <laughs> down the fort. They, they man the stations of the aircraft carrier. I mean, an aircraft carrier, carrier has all sorts of people that have very specific places, functions that contribute to the overall launching and success of the planes. And so our partners are people that hold down the fort of the aircraft carrier. They man the stations. And one of the ways they do that, just to recap, is they agree with our mission, vision, values. That means when we're doing stories on Sunday mornings, they're championing it, they're applauding it, they're giving financially. Mm -hmm. They're just, that is how they agree with it. And then they participate in it by inviting and giving and volunteering. And if you're a church leader, um, you might be listening to this and going, okay, so partners are followers of Jesus who gather differently. And as Tommy and I mentioned before, this gathering differently means they're asking the question, who am I inviting? What am I giving? And where am I volunteering? Yeah. And the heart of those things from us is we want those things not from them. We want those things for them. Yeah. Because it is some of the, that's where partners experience some of the first taste of what living on mission and being a planter will be. It's going to cost you some time and even some money. It's going to uh, influence your relationships and you're going to be exercising your gifts and strengths out there, not in here. So you might as well get a taste of it yeah. here on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, uh, that's really good. What, what are, so we talked about, you know, partners, what they do, followers of Jesus who gather differently. They agree with, they agree to, when it comes to benefits for the church as a whole, what are some of the benefits that you know, we've experienced in, in having partners? Yeah, far and away, the, the strongest is unity. Um, you know, I've heard it said like the healthiest cultures self-referee mm. and the level of unity and accountability for us and other partners, yeah. we know when points go up on the board that we rally behind those. We know when a foul occurs. And so the partners of Mission Church can self-referee and really self-celebrate yeah. all the things that God is doing when it comes to our vision becoming a reality. And so unity is massively huge. Um, accountability, commitment, 
all of these things, our partners, and we tell them this, like you guys are the culture creators and the culture keepers. Yeah. So that's it. And back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, partners gather differently. When, when COVID hit for all of us, the role of a partner was still the same. It yeah. looked maybe a little bit different, but we were still... Their, their goal was to invite people mm-hmm. to church online mm-hmm. to continue to give the support the ministry. And then we created new ways for people to volunteer, yeah. as I'm certain many other churches have done. Um, another thing too is they're the people you can go to first yes. in a time yep. of need. So like from things that you can proactively do to reactively do, I think about our two-year generosity campaign. For sure to help us get in this building, our first permanent location. I mean, the first people we went to with it were our partners. They get they get news yeah, first. Absolutely, and any good leader knows you probably shouldn't go up to the mountain, get a vision, come back and just yell it across the board to your staff chart, you know? That's just yeah. not good leadership. And so partners, like you like you said, yeah, they're people that like we shop visions to because we value them. Yeah. And we want, and we know that they're self-refereeing. And so if they're like, hey, Tommy, Am I clear? Am I misunderstanding something? It's just really good to know that's probably a cross-section of questions that are going to be asked by other people. And so our partners are certainly that um, circle. Yeah, and then even in a reactive time where now we've reopened, as I've talked about in this season, we're we're gathering at the building online and in watch parties. Um, Here at the building, we've got this 1030 service that's that's getting too full. We, We don't have room, especially with limited capacity. And so when we're saying, hey, we need to make room for more, we need more people to attend the 10 yep. or the nine, sorry, yep. who do we ask yeah, first? Yeah, we'll go to the partners. Yeah. And we'll say, we know that you agree with helping people find a fellow Christ. Guess what? It's happening. And the 1030 is filling up, which means you are probably going to join us in making room for more. So would you shift to the nine? Yeah. And they agree with that. And they're like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Why wouldn't we? Um, Dan said too, just the idea, we talked about members versus partners one of the ways us going to our people and getting a positive unified response where they want to say, yeah, is because at the front end, we, we've, they're partners, they're not members. And we've said, you know, members have rights, partners have responsibilities. And, and to what Dan was saying earlier, when you become a partner of a local church, you're, you're not just thinking about how is this good for me? It's how is this good for the collective body mm-hmm. and for those people we're trying to reach so that when we do go to these people in a time of need, whether proactively or reactively, they've got the mindset and the heart set of being like, I'm a partner, not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a partner for them. And to that point for church leaders, like I know what you feel when you stand in front of people that you love and that you, that you know, and if the relationship, if they're your constituents and like you could lose them at the drop of a wrong directional move, it's actually incredibly freeing when you know you're talking to a circle of trust that are partners and that we are in this for the sake of the vision, not because of the uh, assumed arrangement of what I offer you and what you receive. And so it's incredibly freeing to have leadership conversations with partners versus members. Yeah, I'm gonna have you touch on the planter gathering here before we wrap up this episode and how we leverage them. So we have this planter course and then three times a year we gather, as we're adding to partners, we gather uh, the partners, right? The yeah. people who are on the aircraft carrier yeah. championing, tough word to say, the planters taking off and we bring them together. What are some of the things we do yeah. at these gatherings? Yeah, three times a year we have partner gatherings 
Every single partner who's ever been a partner of Mission Church is invited. We all get together. We go over the financial state of the church because they're partners and they give financially. So we talk to them about that. We'll generally share what is the new singular like vision point that we're heading towards as a leadership team. And so we'll rally them um, around it. And then we'll take time and pause and practice spirit dependency at our partner gathering. And so we'll worship and we'll say, hey, but let's never forget Zechariah 4, 6, right? And so we're going to worship. We're going to go first. We're going to be on our knees. We're going to be praying and asking that God would would move in and through the plans that we've just all rallied behind. Yeah. And Dan hit on this too. We try to be, and you might've picked up on this throughout this podcast. We really try to speak to each segment of our people specifically. So like really on a, from a weekend standpoint, we update on financials one weekend a year, like yeah, at the year end, we kind of give people an overarching um, outlook as a way to kind of invi- invite them into being generous. But our partners are the ones that get the details, um, how we're doing, because like, as you said, they're yeah. the ones that are giving. And there's another thing too, you alluded to this, but when you're you know, on stage casting vision or delivering news, knowing that about 30 to 35% of the people out there um, have already heard about this news that's dropping at a partner gathering. Yes. They've been praying about this yes. for four days. And so as you're, as you're casting this vision to the other 65%, let's say, you got people in the seats, they know about it, they've been praying about it, they're praying for you in that moment as, yep. as the leader. And it's just this kind of secret sauce, yeah. that, that unity thing. Yeah. yeah, it's free and you can lock eyes with them and you're like, we're in this together. Yeah. It's not just like, I need to convince you to and yeah. I feel like I'm alone up here. And I feel like if you were looking out at members, you'd be like, I feel like I'm still trying to convince you that right. this is a good idea. Right. And that's one of the kind of, uh, just like I said, the secret sauces of, of having um, partners. If you ever want to reach out to us about this, hey, how do I shift uh, to partners? What does it look like to lead partners versus members? All the contact info is in the show notes. We would love to talk you through it. We are obviously pro growth track. We're very pro alpha, helping people find Christ. And we think this is a really critical step to build unity, to get allies. If you're trying to go towards movement, we have learned you need allies. We'll come back next week. Next episode will be on our planter course, which we get to co-lead. And so, as I've always said, if, if, if you know a pastor that's kind of dealing with this right now, members, partners, share this with that one pastor leader that could really benefit from today's content. Until next time, this is Redefining Church. <laughs>